This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie, and I'm unprepared. <laughs> Jamie's like... Um, I've got like one thing to talk about. We can do a little bit of this, right? Uh, like, World News Daily Report, because I mean, let's face it, that's just like what I do. It's fine, right? Right. <laughs> also, like I had a really busy weekend. This poor weekend Jamie was- had to go to yet another wedding. Two. Are you is that what it was? Two weddings. Two. Oh crap! I had to get off work Friday, rush home, make myself pretty. I get out the door under an hour. I, I did see it, and I was like, who the fuck are these people? Like, I didn't even know who they were. I was like, who is this? Are under, who are these people? Under an hour to get down to Dover. Yeah. For one wedding on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, me, Lori, and Sally decided to go to the Ren Fair, which, oh my god, I had this cranberry cider beer. Oh. Oh my god, if this girl don't go lay herself down. <laughs> she's, she's, she's getting ready to just knock everything over. Okay, go ahead. But it was fucking delicious. Yeah. We watched this crazy, like, band that Lori likes. Their name is, like, Afghanistan or Af- Afghanistan. Afghanistan? Something, Alabaster or. <laughs> I think Alabaster might be closer. I don't think there's any band that names themselves Afghanistan anything. Scottish fucking NSYNC. I don't know. <laughs> but the guy, the main guy, he was yeah. sexy. He had, a, like, he was, like, 80s sexy, hairband sexy. Had, like, all these tattoos and this long hair. But if you looked at his oh, face, my. if you looked at his face, he reminded you of the dad from Family Ties. Like, Mr. Keaton had a fucking midlife crisis and fucking went badass. What? Yeah, that's what he looked like. I'll show you a picture. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, we went to the Red Fair, which was basically just walking and standing in lines. You would have hated it. Yeah. Yeah, there was so much walking. Yeah. My calves still hurt. Do they? Um, yeah. You're all about walking with these bitches, though. You'll be and, like, we're going somewhere. We're just going to walk forever. And the, I ate all the stuff. Like, I ate all the food because everything there is on a fucking stick. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on a stick. And then Sunday, we had another wedding, and it was all the way in Chadsport, PA. Okay. The wedding itself was beautiful. The food was amazing. Yeah. It was, it was a really nice time. But... Sunday we got we got home. I immediately went to bed because I'm old as fuck. It was like eleven o'clock. Yeah. I had to pick my car up because my car needs a serpentine belt. A serpentine? A belt? serpentine belt. Oh, okay. Um, it sounds like Chewbacca right now, like when it idles, it's like <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I swear to God. It sounds like Chewbacca. But we've dropped it off of Matt so Matt can diagnose it. And I had to pick that up. But let me tell you how much Paco loves me. Okay. So we're running behind on Sunday because, of course, we are because Paco doesn't like to leave the house on time. Um, And I'm hungry. So I'm like, baby, can we stop at Wendy's and get chicken nuggies? Because Chicken nuggies? Chicken nuggies. Because right now, you know how my body likes to fixate on certain foods? Okay. Chicken nuggets are what I'm fixating on right now. Okay. Only Wendy's. All right. So I'm like, baby, can we stop at Wendy's and get chicken nuggies? And he's like, yes. So we stop at Wendy's right up here by your house. This one up here. Yeah. And we go to Chatsford and we eat there and we get back in the car and we're on our way home. And I look at Paco and I said, baby, 
He was like, yeah. I was like, can we stop and get chicken nuggies? <laughs> oh, my God. Does he look at you and go, no. As long he as was, we're going to call them nuggies, no, we will like, not. He was like, you're killing me, Smalls. And we, we were <laughs> driving, and I, I thought, like, he just didn't. I thought that I was just not getting them because he just kind of laughed it off. Yeah. And then we're halfway, we're like up here, up the street from you. And he's like, babe, you still want your chicken nuggets? And I was like, yes. So we went and we got chicken nuggets again oh on the way home. Oh my God. After all of that. Yes. And then you still went and got more. He fucking loves me. He does love you because Bruce would have been like, no, actually, you know what? Bruce is fucking funny because he is the most fast food loving somebody I've ever seen in my life. He's got every app for every fast food place on his phone. Really? Yeah. So anytime we go to fast food, anything, he's like, let me look up any deals. Like he's all about the deals these days, right? So he's like, oh, I can get $2 off because we just ordered that meal. So he'll be like, let them know that we have a coupon or whatever. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it's like his greatest thing in life now is like deal shopping. So, like, for instance, like, I'll let you back to it in a second, but it's just, you'd, you'd really like Oh, that. my God. Any day now, Bruce is going to become an extreme couponer. We watched that show. Well, he I was watching it, and he was like, oh, my God. It, it's so hard to do now, though. They, like, do all kinds of stuff. Right. They prevent that. you to do it. But yeah. if you're really good at it, you can still you can pull probably the still fuck do off. it. Well, I started, um, like, it'd be something we would watch early in the morning, like, after the kids got on the bus, we would go back up and kind of just, like, lay down for a little while, um, because it's, like, so early in the morning, and we just kind of lay down for a little while, and like, they're like, oh, extreme couponing club, but it's from, like, 2011, and we'll watch it, and like, wow, she had a 97% saving. Like, it's so funny. But anyway, so we had to close our pool last weekend. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> I was telling Jamie before you guys, well, before we went on. Before you guys got here. Before you guys got here, <laughs> I was telling her that um, we had to do all this stuff and we're so dumb to it. Because... <laughs> so I've never had to close a pool before and I've never had to open a pool before. We just right. got the pool and they opened it for us, like when they built the pool. So I'm assuming that they're going to come out, put the cover on it, do whatever. We don't have to do shit. Well, they sent a list of all these things they need, like pillows, closing chemicals, like just So why did you pay them? And stuff. Huh? Why did you pay them? Well, what they ended up doing, they plugged everything, they put the cover on, they did the, they blew up everything, and they cleaned out all of the parts and, and sealed and put them away nicely and all that kind of stuff. It was like 125 bucks, and like they put all the chemicals in it, they did everything. So like now that I see what they do, I think Bruce will end up just doing it ourselves. Yes, there's some crackers in there. I always have some kind of food laying around. Danielle's got crackers. I got the Audi's brand of Ritz. They're crackers. probably fucking delicious. They are. They're they're really good. They're not as buttery as a Ritz, but they're pretty good. But anyway, so we had to I, we had to vacuum our pool again. I know she's such a beggar. God, she had her little surgery, and she's like the biggest beggarest bitch now. I swear to God, this dog. But anyway, so we ended up having to vacuum our pool. Well, the vacuum just decided it didn't work, so I had to order another vacuum. We had to do all this stuff. Well. And I needed a big one. pole, like, it was, like, you know, one of those huge poles that you put on, like, the skimmer? Like, I needed another one of those, but it was one that you, you can detach, because the one I have for our skimmer doesn't detach from, like, the end. So, he ends up going to Lowe's. I'm like, oh, I've known you my whole here. life, and I knew one day you'd buy a pole. Right, you know. <laughs> so, he ends up going to Lowe's for this, this one piece, and they're supposed to have 12 there, and there's none there. He finds a different one. And asked the guy, like, are you going to give this to me for 16 bucks? Because you, you're supposed to have all these there. And I like, gave it to him. And then I had to send him back, like, to go get something. I forget what it was he needed. Um, oh, we needed um, tubing. Because, of course, the tubing we had on the old vacuum didn't fit the new vacuum. 
So we had to go back out the same day. God bless this man because he just was like, okay, babe, I'll run back out after he had run all day long. Runs back out and they only had this one tubing, but not that kind of tubing. And so he asked if he could get a deal on that one. They gave him a deal on that one. And he just felt like a brand new man when he left Lowe's that day because he just got all these deals. Like a 16, like he got a $32 pole or something like that for like 16 bucks. And like, he just saved like all this money. He's like, <laughs> he's like loving life. I'm like, look at you coming around. I'm Bruce, negotiator. Exactly. Like, it's just so funny. You're like, okay. But anyway, so I just took up all that time. You're talking about the longest thing in the world. Anyway, God, so you went to these two weddings. Did you catch the bouquet at both weddings or only one of the weddings? They did not throw the bouquet on Friday. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. They threw the bouquet on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It wasn't last in the ladies. It's not like it was like a high, like, velocity. <laughs> like, I didn't, even velocity have, I didn't even have to, like, catching. jump or, like, stand ready. I just kind of went like this and it was in my hands. Oh, okay. So, people, I have a reputation. I've literally caught probably 50 bouquets in the past 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't even count yours because I went to get yours and when I walked out because I was the only single lady at your wedding. <laughs> you were like, yay! <laughs> so I don't count yours. I forgot to even use my bouquet. I know. I didn't even use it at all. Oh my god. So, so I catch the bouquet. But here's the thing. At somebody, at one of my friends' wedding, I did take out a small child. I did. And I apologize. <laughs> For the record, though, little kids should not be there on the floor during bouquet toss. I'm I'm a huge advocate of that. Like, if you are not above the age of 18, do not get your ass out on the floor to catch a bouquet. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. First of all, if, another gro- if a little kid catches that bouquet and a grown man catches the garter, they have to put that garter on that child. Mm-hmm. That is the tradition. That is gross. Mm-hmm. So, don't do that. Well, I loved how people were like, did you take in any small children or did you take anyone out? And you were like, not this time. And at one point in time, I did take out our friend Beth. Oh my God. You guys have to look back. I forget what season. Was that season one or two? It was two. two. And even though I took out Beth, I wasn't singling Beth out. I also took out Carrie, my (laughs) sister. Like I wasn't singling anybody out. But if you guys don't want it as bad as I fucking do, don't get on the floor. (laughs) There is a possibility you're going to get hurt. <laughs> Plain and simple. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that Jamie wants to get married. Her boyfriend hasn't proposed to her yet. She has little meltdowns like twice a month about mm-hmm. how she's going to be old. She's going to be this. She's going to be that. And every wedding she goes to, she ends up with this damn bouquet. And I'm thinking, Paco's probably like, oh my God, do not catch yet another bouquet. Do not catch one. Yeah, but he was all for it. He was like, babe, like they were like the bouquet toss. I wasn't gonna get in this one. Yeah. Oh, you were? You were no, gonna because I don't really like know these people like that. So I wasn't gonna get in there because these are Paco's other friends, and I wanted to be like, I don't want to know I'm crazy yet. So <laughs> So Paco's like, babe, you gonna go up there and grab the bouquet? Okay. Oh wow. And then he caught the garter. Like actually tried this time. Oh wow. Maybe he's getting closer. Maybe Who knows, people? We now. go to Vegas in a couple weeks. Who knows? Jamie might come back engaged. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. Well, let's see. I really don't have anything going on. Like, that's what's so sad. I have, like, no life whatsoever. 
But what I can start with is we haven't received a whole lot of backlash or anything like that about my whole comment about Brittany being all super butt naked. It's actually buck naked. You know what? When we were at the, uh, the, whatever it is, the little wake after we buried Papa's dad, Mm -hmm. somebody, one of Paco's family was like, have you seen Brittany? I was like, that bitch needs to go back into captivity. Oh, she was like, right? That girl is out there naked as hell. And well, she is. Like, she has lost her entire mind. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, my God. I'm waiting for her to be, like, on her knees with no panties on and that rose in between her butt cheeks. <laughs> I'd buy that poster. <laughs> I would buy that poster. Well, somebody wrote on here, I'm like, this is how light things must have been lately. Because all that's really going on in the world is a lot of anger. Seemingly, you got a lot of these mandate mandate things happening now. They're doing it with like um, the airline pilot. I know. I think Southwest canceled our flight to Vegas. I think we might be scrambling. Yeah. So yeah, they canceled like a ton of them because they're all like you know. Well, I don't even think your mandate even goes in until like November or something. But a lot of these people are like you know going to their union. They're not doing it. Um, what's it called? Um, oh, they're trying to pass like a house bill now that you have to be vaccinated in order to travel anywhere. Well, yeah, that's on an airplane. And I'm like, well, let me get this straight. So everybody's been able to do this and be able to do it for the last two years, but now you're mandating it? It's not a source of an outbreak. I don't know. That's not my own opinion, and I know everybody's going to, like, lose their shit. They're like, don't be a political person. My whole point is there must not be a whole lot going on in the world that somebody can talk about because footwear news. What? This place, footwear news. This is the um the website. Footwear news. Like sneakers? Yeah. It's it must probably be so light. Now. It's probably fucking crops. <laughs> no, it's it's about Britney Spears. And I'm not gonna read you the article because it's so fucking stupid to me that this is even an article, first of all. But it's just the point I'm making is it must be a really slow set like a slow news cycle day, you know, where they're looking for something, it can't be political. So they write this, this is the headline. Britney Spears shows off her casual side in this trending top. Khaki shorts and strappy sandals. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And that was on October 12th from Claudia Miller from Footwear News. Wow. But I'm like, I can see it. The strappy sandals, maybe, because it's footwear news. Wow, nobody's traveling. Nobody. TMZ, you've been scooped. And I'm just going, what in the actual shit? And let me just read you, like, a little quickie. In addition to sleek pumps and chunky heels, Spears' collection of relaxed footwear also includes affordable styles like Steve Madden platform. Like, and she goes on to, like, so it is footwear. First of all. She's talking about. Steve Madden's are not affordable. Well, I mean, I guess maybe the Britney Spears. Who yeah. Basically have it's anything. like pay less than fucking Britney Spears. You know what I love, too? Like, these these fashion people are like, here, I'm going to give you all this stuff for free. Wear it so people see it. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you still can't afford your shit. Like, even if you give it to, like, these celebrities when they wear it around. I mean. Like, we're not affording Birkins and I shit mean, like that. I feel like if y'all are out there listening to us and you want to give us free shoes, I wear a six and a half and Danielle is an eight. Yes, an eight. <laughs> I just think it's funny. So actually when I see it, footwear news, it makes sense that they want to talk about her, the shoes Britney Spears has. Right. But given that she has been on her naked, page, naked, naked, naked. Maybe they're, they're like, just really happy she's oh, dressed. Her strappy sandals. Like, it's like, must be a slow fucking news day. Great. Now, her next Instagram post, she's going to be wearing those strappy sandals with nothing else. 
and somewhere they're gonna see, you're gonna see that fake flower, you know, the fake rose somewhere around. I don't know. Something's gonna happen, but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. All right. So, um, speaking of crazy or spooky, like Britney Spears, I have those. <laughs> I have those fifty states. Um, the, the fifty scariest stories from each state. Okay. And it is spooky season. It is. It is officially the 12th of Halloween. The 12th of Halloween? All right. So I am going to read the story. Here we go. From Connecticut. Okay. So in 1970, famed paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren were called to combat the spirit of Annabelle. That's right. We're going there. Mm -hmm. A demonic presence attached to a giant Raggedy Ann doll. For weeks, the doll had thoroughly freaked out its owner, Donna, moving from room to room, leaving handwritten notes. What? And even attacking a friend who suggested Donna get rid of the doll, choking him in his sleep. You kinky bitch. Finally, a priest exercised the doll, and the Warrens locked it away in a special case designed to check its malevolent influence. But even that wasn't enough to save one brash visitor to the Warrens Museum who reportedly taunted the doll and died in a motorcycle crash on his way home. Wow. And that was Connecticut. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. What Randy, is your what deal? is your problem? What is your deal? She was really smacking me with her little cone. She's like, you can still touch me. Oh, that's just really open. No. Oh. But she won't go lay down. Okay, anyway, go ahead. Give that bitch some better, though. Uh, that's it. That's the end of that one. I got another one after you go. I'll find another good one. Okay, so according to Remez, I don't know, RemezClock.com, uh-huh. Cardi B got a Dominican Republic mansion from Offset for her 29th birthday. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And she goes, what do you get from a, it says, what do you get for a Grammy Award winning rapper who has everything? How about a mansion in the Dominican Republic? That's what Cardi B received for her 29th birthday, which fell on Monday, October 11th from Hubby Offset. The Migos rapper surprised Cardi at her birthday party where he made a video representation featuring the six bedroom, seven and a half bath mansion with a rooftop pool. I done bought you everything. So this year I wanted to get you something for having my beautiful son, Offset said. So I bought you a house in the Dominican Republic. Yes, sir. That's how we coming. Pool on the roof. God is good. Fuck yeah, God is good. I wish I had that life. Hardy posted the video on her Instagram page, which gives a tour with pictures of the luxurious amenities of the mansion located in the northern town of Las Terrenas. I'm sure I said that terribly. Don't come for me. She mentioned that she talked to Offset about investing in short-term home rentals in the Dominican Republic and other Caribbean countries. However, he didn't seem too interested in doing that. It turns out that Offset was planning to purchase this without her knowing about it so i'm like mm, mm, mm. oh look look at look at her look at the money look at the money because you know if first could go out and buy you a beach house right now he would <laughs> oh god yeah he would if Papa could go out and buy me a beach house just to get the fuck away from him he would <laughs> it must be nice to have all the money in the fucking world she says i just can't believe this this is so amazing to me. For one, I'm so happy that you're actually really listening to me. Um, <laughs> even even she has, you know, right. like normal everyday people problems. And not just smiling and nodding your head so I could stop talking to you about it. Oh my God, Paco? Uh, is that also? Yeah. So this is the thing she puts on there. I don't know. 
Oh god, he had like a whole thing, like a whole like production company do like a video for her. Oh. Yeah, like it's a whole super thing with like a drone and everything. Wow. Oh my god, that is like super sweet. Oh my god. Well, these two keep breaking up and getting back together. You're like, are you really, are you going to be together now? Or like, what's happening with you? They're toxic. Oh, that's the long girl. No. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, next up, Hawaii. All right. According to the legend of the fire goddess Pele and the hog-faced demigod named Kampua, had a star-crossed love affair. The lovers were elemental opposites. Pele's lava flows through the flame and destruction while Kampupa restored rain, vegetation, and animal life. Ultimately, they decided to part forever, with Pele claiming one side of Oa, Oa'u, Oahu, Oahu, mm-hmm. for the fire, and Kampulu retreating to the other side, where it is all wet and lush. Today, Hawaiian motorists are careful never to drive with pork in their car along the old Pele Highway. Pork? Which, pork. <laughs> which crosses Oahu. <laughs> Oahu. According to the legend, carrying pork representing representing hog face, uh, the, the hog face god, over on Pele's side of the island will enrage her spirit and will get her revenge by making the car... Stall until the driver throws the pork out the window. So if you're driving through Hawaii with pork, and you're fucking, if you're a tourist, and your shit keeps stolen, you're gonna have to throw your pork out the window. <laughs> Why the hell is anybody like, babe, before we go on that ride, make sure you got the pork in your purse. Right. <laughs> I mean, Could you imagine that? driving down that road and be like, Why is there whole entire pork chops on the side of the road? <laughs> Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> Bitch, you better drive a, ride a bike. <laughs> damn it, I just bought that pork and it's right out the window. Oh, damn it! <laughs> Not again! <laughs> I'm having a party! Oh my god. I needed the pulled pork! Oh god. Are, are we sick and tired yet of um, Megan Fox and Lucy Ethan Kelly? I fucking can't stand either of them, so. Wait, how annoying! They're so gross. And you know what? She's not dumb. She's not. She's not a dumb woman. She's actually really bright. Believe it or not. She's really smart. But she's doing this shit with this guy. And she looks like a fucking moron. Right. I feel like she could do better. I mean, maybe. But this this is when this kind of stuff happens. And you're just like, oh, maybe you are kind of fucking weird. I don't know, though. Because I was in the whole of that like, weird spiritual shit, too, before. So let me read it and you tell me. So this is according to Yahoo.com. Okay. And it's from a, I mean, I guess they're, it says BuzzFeed. It's on Yahoo.com, so they must have appropriated the BuzzFeed article. But it says, Megan Fox said the first time she and Machine Gun Kelly met, they couldn't see each other's faces because their spirit guides were luring them away from each other. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) It says, well, the pair recently gave an interview for their GQ cover story, and it was pretty interesting, it says. Uh, the couple really met in 2020 on the set of Midnight in the Switchgrass, but Megan revealed that they briefly met at a party in LA a few years before. The weird thing happened. Oh, this weird thing happened, she said. We didn't see each other. She asked MGK if he'd seen her face, and he confirmed that he hadn't. I don't remember your face, and I definitely would have remembered his face, she continued. I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly creature, and I looked up, and I was oh. like, you smell like weed. Tall, blonde, 
ghostly creature. He kind of does look like it. He's like very thin and yeah. And it said he looked down at me and he was like, I am weed. Then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. Okay. These people are like smoking way more than me. And Megan shared her theory on why they couldn't see each other's faces that night. I think we weren't allowed to see each other yet. We weren't supposed to run into each other that night. So our souls, our spirit guides were luring us away from each other. Because you literally had no face. Like that thing from Spirited Away. It is hard to see his face in general. But really, he had no <laughs> face that night. She was like, he's like, it's so hard to see his face in general. Like, I know. <laughs> but my eye doctor can't get me in until like February. But like, honey, it so. wasn't your spirit guide. You have glaucoma. <laughs> So it said she but that's good that he's she's with him because he smells like weed. Well, she'll always find him because she just got to follow the skunk. Ew. Um, she turned to him and said, thank God, because what torture had I known you were there and I couldn't get to you. It was better that I didn't know. Well, I'm not sure if I am weed sounds quite as romantic to me as it does to her, but I'm glad they're happy, this woman said, that wrote the article. Shut up. Like, I don't know. Like, sometimes they just come up with the weirdest fucking shit and you're like what the fuck are you doing at all i can't i cannot like why are celebrities don't have to be so weird i know i'm kind of like why you know i don't know because you know what i went through that whole period though remember when i was like dealing with like metaphysical stuff and yeah actually specifically the other last night i was talking to my mom and just kind of filling her in on you know things were going on at the house and I said, you know, it's kind of weird to me because I was practicing these, or not practicing necessarily, but really researching a lot of things and reading these books from people who said they died and came back and just all this different stuff. And they talk about having soul groups. So it's not just like your soul mates because anybody can Look, be a soul Look, I'm not saying that I can guarantee you 199% that Megan Fox is not R. Kelly or Machine Gun Kelly's fucking soulmate. They're not soulmates. They're just both rich and beautiful. Well, I mean, you never know because the people that show up in your life and make an impact they're in your life. They're not like Kurt Russell and Holy Hawn. But they're in a soul group too. Like if you if you go by this stuff that they're doing with the tint, twin flames <sighs> and. Oh my God, did you let her out to throw the knock on the door? She out. Oh, Jesus. If you can hear that, that's my dog like scratching at the door to come oh. back in. Oh my I, God, I, no. Get it together. I know she won't stay inside. Stay there. Look at her. She's got my dog. Stay has, there. Did we? I don't know if we talked about her or not. Did I talk about Lainey got surgery? Um, no. You said she was going in for surgery. She hadn't gone in yet. The last time it was like the day after. Was it? Yeah. All right. Well, Lainey had um like a tumor on her leg. I actually need to call in and find out what it was because they said if we don't hear from them, call back. And they really believed it was um, soft tissue sarcoma, which was shocking us because for the longest time she had this little tiny thing on her that they thought was just a cyst. And they did, like, put a thing in it a long time ago at Middletown Vet, so we know it was a cyst. But what ended up growing was the sarcoma in that spot. So anyway, I kept thinking it was the cyst that got bigger, and thankfully we got in in time. But Yeah, because that thing was like a golf ball. Yeah, it was, like, humongous, and it just, like, grew, like, overnight. You're like, oh, my God, it just got so big. Like, the, the big it got by the time we went in there, it was really big. And, um, but anyway, so she went and had surgery, um, a week ago on Monday morning and they kept her overnight and now she's got like stitches in her leg. They were going to amputate She's it, in the cone of shame. She, and she's in the cone of shame, but they were going to amputate her leg. And I'm like, she's too old. 
She's like 13 years old. I'm not going to hit her. Have, like, I mean, tripods do just fine, but she's very old. And to put her through that and like the vet agreed, like, right. you know, more than likely it's probably because it's not in her chest or anything. Like more than likely it's a very low stage and something else will kill her because it's a very slow growing cancer. So we're really hoping that's what it was because like if I made the wrong decision, I'll feel like dirt. Well, she's in this throwing a fucking shame fill and she's got a stay in She it. is whacking everything. She whacks into everything. She drops all my shit. I have like a little heater down by my legs because it gets a little chilly in my office. She's knocked it over 75,009. She almost pulled down your iPad. Yeah, my iPad's on my desk. It's where I watch my Netflix all fucking day and she's knocked that down to like five times. She just keeps running into everything. At some point, she runs into things so hard it just comes right off her head so we gotta put it right back on her head. Like... She had me up all night long a couple nights ago. I was exhausted. It was the biggest see you next Tuesday. Lenny's got the cone of shame on. Jonathan got a hoochie here. Like, what is this world coming to? <laughs> it's a girl from school. Mm-hmm. She dressed like a prostitute. She is nice. She is too. She's in fishnets and a short ass skirt. Prostitute is fine. Prostitute. And you know, it's so funny too because Jonathan's like, I'm going to drive by and um, ride on my scooter. Oh my god. And so I was like, okay. Wait, wait, I just Jonathan has a girl here. I know. Well And your your kids are such late bloomers when it comes to things like that. I know. I told you I had that really awkward conversation with Christopher and he like wanted to die. He would rather fall into his own asshole than listen to me talk about who we should and should not have sex with. <laughs> Speaking of who you should and should not have sex with. Yes, go ahead. This is a World News Daily Report. Uh where the facts don't matter. Do 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 Woman sues USPS for 1.1 million <laughs> in child support after having six children from five different male men. <laughs> She's a hoe. <laughs> a woman filed an unusual lawsuit this morning at the Wayne County Circuit Court in Detroit, demanding $1,125,750 in child support from the United, United States Postal Service. <laughs> Alleging the federal agency fac- facilitated <laughs> child support evasion by the five mailmen who fathered her six children. Oh my God. In her lawsuit, 31 year old Susan McGuire blames USPS for frequently and easily moving their employees from one sector or city to another, facil- facilitating evasion of parent- parental responsibilities and child support payments. Because they what? changed their roots? Mrs. McGuire has six children between the ages of nine months and seven years, including four-year-old twins, and identifies five USPS employees and former employees as the fathers. The thirty-year-old, the thirty-one-year-old woman says she, the repeated pattern in her children's father's behavior suggests that their superiors were facilitating their evasion from their parental responsibilities. They would visit me every day to have sex for months or even years. But as soon as I announced I was pregnant, they were immediately all reassigned somewhere else and disappeared. (laughs) Susan McGuire's lawyer, Mrs. Shannon Ferris, says USPS was complicit in its employees' behavior and must therefore assume responsibility for the harm suffered by her client. USPS helped these men avoid their responsibilities and let my client to raise six children by herself. Five men is not an isolated case. It's an institutional... Culture of child support evasion. <laughs> Mrs. McGuire lawyer Sharon Ferris says the USPS has a culture of covering up for its employees and her clients' children are the ones paying the consequences. Oh. USPS has refused to comment on the case. 
but issued a short statement mentioning that the agency is stunned by the the reclamations as it can technically file it can't technically file their children. <laughs> the federal agency also announced that it would launch an internal investigation to clarify the situation and see if disciplinary measures are necessary against its employees. The two parties are expected to appear in court March for the in March for the beginnings of the procedures. Oh my god. On their website, if you scroll down, it says right now, our priority is you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, you have the USPS? <laughs> yeah, because the USPS. Your priority website. should be um, making your fucking postman carry condoms. <laughs> do. Oh, my God. So, I always wonder how many streaming services there truly can be because it's, it's so out of control. I don't know if you've noticed, like, Paramount, obviously Netflix and Peacock, yeah. and like all these different ones, right? Hulu, Prime. I mean, there's just so many of these at this point. I wonder at some point if they're actually going to like just make a whole new cable system or something. Because at like what point can you keep just keep having all these? Yeah, I don't. Systems? I don't think that Comcast is going to last much longer. There are people who are out there who would rather stream because cable is so expensive now. It is. I mean, I just paid mine. It's like two hundred and ten dollars a month. Plus, I'm paying for Netflix. Plus, I'm paying for Hulu. Plus, I'm paying for HBO Max. And I still have, like, my Prime as part of my Amazon Prime. But right. My Am- or my Prime Video. Right. That's a lot of money every month to watch TV. Right. So, with as much as, especially being you can get Hulu Live and you can still watch the news and shit on Hulu Live. Oh, can you? Yes. So, here's the thing. Like, I feel like Comcast, Xfinity, most, all the cable companies... Because they're so fucking expensive, like, they're about to lose a shit ton of money because people are going to be like, I just need internet only. A lot of people have been doing that, actually. So I can't imagine how they're going to continue. But the one thing I do know is that I love Netflix, I love Hulu, and I love, I like those two primarily more than I like HBO Max, but I what I like about HBO Max is that they drop a lot of movies that you can see in the theaters. But Bruce and I are some movie-loving people. We love taking the kids and all that. So it's like the one thing that we'll splurge on is taking the kids. But Netflix. I am so tired of you telling me how you like to take your kids places. Never took Katie fucking anywhere. Well, the movies is nice because you're doing something with the kids and everybody shuts the fuck up. It's nice. You feel like you're doing your part. You're all together. Nobody can bitch. Nobody can moan. Quiet family time. It is. But at the same time, they're all quiet. So... I think most people besides you, they want to take their kids out and they have it in their mind. It's going to be this wonderful thing. And you're so thoughtful because you want to do nice things with your kids. And then invariably, if you have more than one child, or even if you only have one child, they fuck it up somehow. They always find a way to bitch, complain. Like they find something wrong with it all the time. Not when you go to the movies. Everybody's happy when they go to the movies. It's the only time nobody bitches and complains and everybody shuts the fuck up. And it's fantastic. I can literally remember with my parents going to... One drive-in movie and one movie in the theaters together. The drive-in movie was the original Friday the 13th. It was a double feature and Happy Birthday to Me. The original. The super scary one where the girl takes the tissue bob and... Okay. Those are the types of movies my parents took us to. Sat us on the roof of the fucking station wagon. (laughs) Watch this movie. And then the second one was All Dogs Go to Heaven. It was the first time I ever seen my dad cry. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, but. How's your dad? He's fine. 
Um, well, they just dropped to Netflix has canceled and Hulu's getting renewed. Oh, I see that. I didn't read it, though. So they're doing that. I'm just going to run through a couple of them because I'm all about my Netflix shows. And right now I'm binging Blue Bloods. It's got 12 seasons and there's like 20 some episodes. Katie's already binged, but binged like Blue Bloods like three different times. I, I love it. I love Blue Bloods. And you know what? Donnie Wahlberg, I had a dream the other night. About my husband? About Donnie Wahlberg? Yes. So I had this weird dream that I was somewhere and I was getting his autograph and then somehow Bruce left me and at the same time it was like, oh wow, I met Donnie Wahlberg. But then like I got a call as I'm meeting Donnie Wahlberg that Bruce was leaving me and he left the house and I was like devastated. Like he was, I was crying and I woke up hysterical. Like it was like so weird. But I, I know that he left, but I also met Donnie Wahlberg and I got his autograph. Did you eat? pork before bed because if i eat anything pork based late at night like my dreams are fucked up you know what i wonder if we did have shake and bake pork that night because throw our, it out the window our, our daughter only likes to eat certain things so i'm like well when you're with your mom like what does she cook that you know you eat over there and she's like well i like shake and bake pork and i like shake and bake chicken so what i'm not like shake and bake pork and shake and bake chicken it's shake and, and bake and i'll help but and i think we did I, it might have been I don't know, but anyway, so oh my god, if this dog doesn't sit her little ass down. Beba, I am gonna have to give you your medicine because you're driving me crazy. Um, you the show you renewed. Good. Because if it didn't, I'd be pissed. That was like a really like a decent show. Like I really like that one. And then the show I am not okay with this. I never um, heard of it. It's canceled. They canceled that's that. That's fine. I'm like, I wonder if it was really that popular. The Umbrella Academy got renewed. Thank God. I have not, I could not get into the Umbrella Academy. Oh my God, it's fantastic. I don't, I'll have to try again. I just have so much I'm binging at this point. Like, after I get through Blue Bloods, I gotta find somebody else. Hoops, it was a cartoon. They canceled that. Never even heard of it. The basketball themed comedy. Nope. Virgin River was renewed. That's Katie's jam, so that's nice. And then the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance was canceled. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, because it's only came on that one fucking time. Right. I know. I never even ended up watching it. Isn't that terrible? I was so excited for it to come out, and then I watched, like, one thing. Space Force was renewed. I thought that was pretty funny. Space Force is fucking hysterical. It is. It's hilarious. They renewed that one. Teenage Bounty Hunters was canceled. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I think I do remember that one. Emily in Paris was renewed. I never watched that one. It's super cute. White Lines was canceled. Never heard of it. Nope. And it looks like cocaine. Like, he looks like he's in a swimming pool. The Patriot Act with Hanson Minaj was canceled. I have no idea. No, I never heard of that one either. I'm, like, waiting for something that I can go, oh, my God, you assholes. Narcos was renewed. Narcos Mexico Mm -hmm. was renewed. They make you go to each one of these. October Faction. Didn't Jay talk about October Faction or something? Yes. They canceled it. Oh. That one's canceled because I think I remember him saying he liked that one. The Babysitter's Club was renewed, blah, blah, blah. I'm not really seeing anything else, and I don't want to, like, waste more time. I was like, Nothing shocking? Well, I was, like, hoping there'd be, like, one that we really like, and they're like, nope, we're getting rid of that. But it seems like it's a lot of these, like, B-level ones that, oh, wait, Cobra Kai got renewed. Yeah. That is so good. Okay. Like six episodes. It's so ridiculous. Like you gotta wait a year for six episodes or some shit. Oh, a couple guy? Yeah, it's like sixteen episodes or some bullshit. Eight to ten. Altered Carbon was canceled. I thought a lot of people liked that show. 
Anyway, go ahead. I'm not going to read any more of these because I'm not seeing anything that's good. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see what I've got. Oh, let's talk because we were just talking about movies. Let okay. us let us talk about the fact that Texans are weird. Oh yes, yes, yes. Do that one because I remember you telling me about it, and then I think we forgot to talk about it last week, or we we did. Get to it. And this is so odd. Okay, so at the Renaissance Fair, they had these giant ass pickles on a fucking stick, and they were amazing. Are they just they looked amazing. I couldn't get one because I was already eating all the other stuff. But yes, oh. it's a pickle on a stick. But it was like the deli size pickles, and they had like horseradish pickle and all the different types of pickles. Oh, okay. Because anyway, I didn't know if it, like there was something special about it. Like, why would you have a random pickle on a stick? People in Texas eat pickles at at movie theaters, and had no one. They had no idea that nobody else does that. Really? Like, yeah. Like we're popcorn and and Skittles and candy. Yeah. Now we got like nachos and shit. Oh, I know. I'm always and the pretzel, the pretzel bites. Yes, mm. but for the most part, growing up, we were just popcorn and candy. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but for me, a trip to the movie theater means a cup of soda and a giant tub of hot, freshly popped popcorn, bathed in a golden, golden pool of extra butter. Right. Maybe you like nachos. Maybe you like candy, or maybe you like eating a movie theater hot dog. Hey, you're paying an arm and a leg for this stuff. You might as well get what you want and absolutely love it, right? I support you in all your movie-related snacking <laughs> ventures. I Although, I have to admit, there's one theater food I just can't seem to wrap my head around. Pickles. I'm talking about pickles. <laughs> Maybe you haven't heard, but apparently it's totally kosher. Haha, <laughs> get it? For people in Texas to eat pickles at the movie theater. Back in 2018, BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed shared a pretty mind-blowing expose on this dietary phenomenon and revealed that Texans quite enjoy their theater pickles. Thank you very much. In fact, it's normal to them as eating popcorn. What? It is not as normal to them as eating popcorn. I refuse Wait, to believe that. Anybody of ours out there that is in Texas listening, can you please write a sentence straight from the net at gmail.com because we need to verify this shit. Right. Dill pickles. It's that simple. Individually, individual pickles are available, available for purchase at many concession stands. And just like any other movie fear, food, they are ridiculously overpriced. What? $2.75 for a pickle. What? As you can see in this picture, a single pickle costs $2.45. <laughs> at this particular location, considering that's the average price of a full jar of pickles, Somewhere in the four to five, considering that the price of a full jar of pickles is in the four to five dollar range, dropping anything more than one dollar on just one gherkin seems a little steep. But that's the movies for you. We spend fifteen dollars on a bag of popcorn, and that's just the sort of that's just sort of pretend like that's okay. Apparently, some locations. Hmm. Oh damn it! It says apparently some locations. Where did it go? I hate that when, like, the page scrolls itself. Oh, that was totally me. Oh, okay. Some locations will even offer to drain a bit of that pickle juice for you. That's what I call customer service. What? So, somebody just, in the comments, y'all, I just got a pickle at the movie theater. They asked if I wanted the juice drained. Texas is cool. One Facebook thread revealed the people in Texas weren't actually aware that we were doing anything out of the ordinary. I was today years old when I discovered movie theater pickers are not normal. As a native Texan whose first job at the, was at a movie theater, I always thought it was just normal. Like, of course you get pickles at the movie theater. Isn't that not, is that not a thing everywhere? 
What? Is that no. not an option elsewhere? Never in my life would I have guessed pickles would be a big dill. Huh. <laughs> Wait, this doesn't happen other places? I was 38 years old, but I realized getting a pickle at any concession stand wasn't normal. Pickle juice at the stick at the skating rink. Yes, sports games with the side of a large pickle. Yep, we eat pickles with everything. I'm honestly starting to think that maybe we're the weird ones for not doing for not doing pickles at the movie theater. Oh, maybe we should be taking a note from these folks down south and giving the old giving the old pickle party a try. Pickle party, yeah. Well, I know they have them. I'm pretty sure they might have them, like the individual pickles. We could you can get them at like grocery not grocery. You can get them at Wawa. Yeah, like a while they had the individual pickles you can buy and all that stuff. I forget what the hell they like in a black thing. Yeah, they're in a bag. I forget what the hell they call them, but I'm like, I wonder if that's it. But that's not what. Yeah, I don't go being like, oh, thank God, I'm gonna be at the movie theater and we get me a pickle. It's the big. They have the the different kinds. Van Holten's big Papa pickle, the hot pickle, the kosher pickle, um, the dill pickle, the sour pickle. Oh, okay. So there's lots of different types of pickles you can get at the movie theater. I know, but I mean, no. It's weird. Why would anybody go to this? I guess I'm just trying to understand, like, why you would go to a theater. Oh, my God. That theater probably stinks so bad. With all that pickle juice? With all that pickle juice? Ew. No, our little little one loves pickles. So, like, for instance, he just, he forgot his lunch bag at school. He was like, it's okay. You just give me the other lunch bag. I'm like, yeah, but you, you know, his. Um, thermos is in it and I always do like a hot lunch every day so I'm like you're gonna have to get something else what do you want and I'm like well we have those beef sticks you can get from Aldi he really likes those so I was like how about if I do beef sticks and um, I think I gave him like a couple cookies and a pickle and a yogurt and he was like okay great and I'm like wondering like because sometimes you'll send all that stuff in he'll just eat pickles yeah, kids, like, waste the most food, like, at school. Like, even Jonathan, I packed his lunch, but, yeah, and he will eat the pickle. I packed my lunch today because I made homemade potato soup yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah. I love potato soup. Bruce does a really good one, too, but there's so much salt in it, like, from the stuff he uses. Not from Yeah, him, I don't but have a stuff. lot of salt in mine. It, and I always end up repeating I don't water. think I had enough salt in mine. It was so good, and, like, I got a nice crusty bread to go with it. Yeah. And I did it in the Instapot, and I feel like the Instapot didn't do it as... Much just as if I would have done it on the stove. stove. Yeah. Like, I feel like it It should have been thicker. It was get, good, though. It was I good, though. I should get me one of those. I mean, it's not, I have an air fryer, is, but we never use the air fryer. It's not as fucking the bomb. Yeah, like, we never use it. I use my Instant Hot all the time. It makes perfect rice. I asked for another That's one. That's what you were saying. I, I asked for another one for Christmas so I can make rice while I'm cooking everything else, too. So I don't have to take everything out of the Instant Pot and then put the rice in. Yeah. I asked for another one for Christmas. Oh, so, okay. you can make ribs in 35 minutes, um, soups, you can make chicken wings in it, you can make, um, I make this uh, lemon chicken potato thing, it's creamy and delicious, like, there are all these different recipes that you can make with the Instapot, and it's fucking phenomenal, and you can do it from frozen. Well, I'll have to check. Tell oh. I mean, I have, I just haven't done it yet, and it's only like 40 bucks, I don't know why I don't bother with it, but... Um, all right, so Dave Chappelle, right, he has a special, just did his next special, <laughs> God bless you, <laughs> excuse me, yes, that is how she sneezes, it's not just for this podcast, he's always done it, and it's hilarious every time, um, God bless you, so people are not happy with him, because I think 
they, I have not watched it yet. So what I need to do as part of my podcast homework is to watch the key special. And people are trying to cancel him. They're trying to cancel here's, their subscriptions. And here's everything. the thing about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle don't care. He gives zero fucks. He's honest as shit. And he will tell you like it is. I always find him funny. I always find him so, because you can tell just by the way he speaks, the way he does his show, even though it's comedy, you can tell that this man is so fucking intelligent. Yeah, like he really like thinks he, about things. He knows what's going on in this world. He is very alert. He is very aware of shit. And I love Dave Chappelle. So I am too curious about the special because I haven't watched it either. I haven't watched it, but people are like pissed off and they said it's, it's about the LGBTQ plus I think there's a couple other initials behind it now. Yeah, they're so it's like I'm not L- saying that to be rude. LGBTQIA plus or I don't know, but even Jay, I, I want to be there for you guys, but I can't remember. Even the Jay, even Jay is like the fucking out. There doesn't need to be all this many fucking alphabet I know, letters. I, you know, Jay's one of those people that is like, yes, I'm gay, but we don't need to discuss about it. I, I don't want to talk about all the craziness and all that right. stuff. Right? He's, like, he's uh, we don't need the attention. I'm glad that we're all get, we're for equal rights, but we don't need to be doing the extra shit that like right people he, are annoyed with, like because it's annoying to me. And he's, right? Like, he's, he's very he's funny. very easily annoyed by yeah. his people. It's, it's, I know. He's, so, but I'm like, I don't know if that's really like. I don't want to put it if that's like the rule or the exception. Like I think he might be the exception. I'm so excited for him. Like he is so happy, and Brian makes him so happy, and I love Brian so much. And I just hope they last forever and ever and ever. He needs that though because he's had such a rough go. He has, and he's like so relaxed around Brian, and it's just I love Brian and Jay. I fucking love it. Do you hear that, Jay? I fucking love it. Well, back over here. So, apparently, the comedy special features several minutes of jokes about transgender people. And that's kind of what it is. So, apparently, they interviewed... Somebody saw David Way or Damon Wayans out. Mm-hmm. And this is according to thegrio.com. And he kind of spoke up on behalf of The Closer, which is the new special. It says... Comedian Damon Wayans told TMZ that the latest Dave Chappelle Netflix special, The Closer, freed the slaves. The comedians, we were slaves to PC culture, Wayans opined in an impromptu interview when asked about his longtime friend's controversial stand-up offering. As an artist, he's Van Gogh with his ear off. He's trying to tell us it's okay. I've always been free, Wayans noted, but he felt that Chappelle was saying, all that I have, I'm not afraid to lose it for the sake of freedom of speech. You can't edit yourself, says Wayans. Comedians were like Mercedes makes a great car, but they got to crouch a lot of them before they perfect it. Asked about the backlash, blah, blah, blah. He says, he responded, I can't speak about the content of the show, but what I say is there's a bigger conversation we need to have. Someone needs to look us in the eye and say, you're no longer free in this country. You're not free to say what you want. You say what you what we want you to say. Otherwise, we will cancel you. That's the discussion we need to have. Chappelle and Wayans is a unicorn. Chappelle said Wayans is a unicorn and amazing. In the closer, Chappelle states, gender is a fact. Every human being in this room, every human being on earth had to pass through the legs of a woman to be on earth. That is a fact. In an email to employees, Ted Sarandos, the co-CEO of the streaming giant Netflix, which has represented several of Chappelle's comedy specials, wrote, several of you have also asked where we draw the line on hate. We don't allow titles on Netflix that are designed to incite hate or violence, and we don't believe the closer crosses that line. I Fuck reckon- he had Netflix. No. He, this is give a little, take a little. Oh. 
because I already started reading ahead a little bit in my brain. I recognize, however, that distinguishing between commentary and harm is hard, especially with stand-up comedy, which exists to push boundaries, the randos opine to staff. Some people find the art of stand-up to be mean-spirited, but our members enjoy it, and it's an important part of our content offering. Glad, G-L-L-I-D, the LGBTQ Media Advocacy Organization, has condemned the special and issued a statement about it on Monday, writing, Netflix has a policy that content designed to incite hate or violence is not allowed on the platform, but we all know that anti-LGBTQ content does exactly that. While Netflix is home to groundbreaking LGBTQ stories, now is the time for Netflix execs to listen to LGBTQ employees, industry leaders, and audiences and commit to living up to their own standards. If that's all he said, again, I've not read it or I've not watched yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's probably, still true. There's probably more to it. And it's Dave Chappelle and he's always been. But if that's the case, it's still true. Right. It's but, still true. But at the same time, Dave Chappelle, no matter how mad this the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community gets, Dave Chappelle is not going to be canceled. No, but the he's not going to be canceled. No matter how hard you try, whether you like what he said or not. Not everything has to be. Quit being offended by everything. Like yeah, it's God, just, it's today's just generation, much. y'all are bitches. Y'all are soft as fuck. <laughs> you know what? It's just so. It's funny to me, and I've always, I've always said it. I love when black comedians make fun of white people. It's fucking hilarious. I love when they talk about us. Like there is this guy on um, TikTok that talks about white women that rescue dogs oh yeah fucking hilarious and he's not wrong most of the no time. he's i love when they talk about white people going in to do stuff like oh my god why'd he go in there let's follow him and the black people are like no he's a oh, killer when, and they run when they hear the sound yeah and then i mean just in general they'll be like you know white people that are like when they talk like a white person and make us sound like a poindexter i just i love that humor it makes me laugh i seek it out sometimes when i'm feeling down like i want to hear that humor it makes me happy and I understand he was making a statement and not necessarily humor. However, but that is to him the gender and you did have to pass through that. I don't know that that right. means where's, where's the need, lie though? It's not necessarily a lie. I understand that they would rather you, he be more inclusionary because, you know, maybe who was born female now have this child and they don't represent them or they don't go by she, her, and maybe it's he, him or so, or whatever the pronoun is. So I understand it, but at the same time, that doesn't mean you cancel them. It just means, from our perspective, we love Dave Chappelle. But we are, but hey, Dave, we are a different generation. We don't cancel shit. No, we don't cancel anything. Gen X doesn't cancel shit. We just shit. keep moving along. We I move mean, it along. It is, is the fucking millennials and the Gen Zs that are such little soft ass bitches. Well, why not just make... I mean, why does everything have to be a statement anyway? I mean, it is comedy. It's a statement that he made. You know, whatever. Why does it have to go so far where you have to cancel him because you didn't like a statement he made that is based in factual information? Because so, people aren't that way like us anymore. They're fucking I know, ridiculous. Me, if like I was with Glad or whatever, I wouldn't be trying to cancel him and I wouldn't be starting all kinds of shit. I would just say, well, you know, he made a statement, but you know what? Here we believe in, you know, let's move it he, along. She, he, him, whatever, and we believe that you know, lots of different people view themselves to be, you know, a different. Whatever. You know, I don't know. I just, that could have been taken a different way. I don't understand why they don't use their platform to educate instead of, say, cancel. Right. Because that tends to show you're unable to deal with conflict. You're unable to have a conversation. So we're going to make you go away. We're going to ruin your life. 
Well, that same token can happen to you. Right. You know, it can happen to everybody. And that's not how we need to do things. That's not what this country I for. mean, this fucking generation canceled a cartoon skunk. <laughs> And a plastic potato. But you know what? At the end of the day, and Dave... fucking Dr. Seuss. I know. And she... like, what the hell is wrong with you people? I but know. you can still buy Shell fucking Silverstein left and right with with fucking and he's raunchy. He is a raunchy. Shell Silverstein is a raunchy, raunchy man. Oh my god. You know, it made me sad. I actually forgot sometimes. Like I actually, I went and got well, our six year old's real big. Like we're doing reading. Like we do reading every single night on school night. Every night we sit in bed and read something. And I was like really excited and I was downloading things first and then we went to the library. But the, one of the things I did on my phone that we read was The Giving Tree. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, my this is absolute awful. favorite book. I was like, this is the saddest freaking story ever. He like took I, everything from that damn tree. I got that book as a baby shower gift from Kathy O'Grady. Oh, that's right. Um, and it got ruined in the fire, but it is still one, to this day, one of my most favorite books. It's a very powerful book for such like... It was. I'm, I'm glad you read it to it was, but little it, man. It was like, oh my god, that's so sad. That damn tree like disappeared. But anyway, we will talk about more next week. Take us home, Jamie. Um, we're going on hiatus for the next two weeks because Jamie's no, going we'll to have Vegas something next week and not the week after. Oh, we'll have something next week, but not the week after. because yeah. yeah, Jamie, I'm going to be going, in Vegas. Yeah. Um, but but people. <laughs> um, I don't even have anything clever to say. What the shit? You're like you can find it. Anyway, you can find us on all major platforms. Oh, wait, you forgot to go, if you've ever been blah, blah, blah. Right, I know. I know, like, where's it at? If you've ever been canceled, write us in, because people have been canceled. That's legit. What does that feel like? If you are are a sensitive bitch, and you've tried to cancel somebody, write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook at straightfromthenet. You can find me and Danielle both on TikTok. She is Danny from Straight From The Net. I am Jamie Hollibaugh at... Or Jamie at Hullabaugh. I don't know. I'm on there. Um, <laughs> You'll find her. You'll find me. <laughs> She's always talking about some shit, y'all. Look up the hashtag straight from the net. You'll find me. Uh-huh. Um, You can find us on all of major platforms where you listen to your podcast. But we have something that not all podcasts have because we're motherfucking special. Danielle, what do we have? We have a radio show in New York. Yes, we do. Uh, we are on Daytime New York Radio. We're on the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio. You can find us every Friday at 10 a.m. And if you're out of the listening area, you can download the apps. Um, it's what the WMLD app on all the mm-hmm. major app stores. Um, actually, you can listen and tune in also, I think. So tune all in you have to do is WMLD. say, hey, Alexa, play WMLD. Yes, that's true. And then it'll do it for you. You can hear us every Friday at 10 a.m. And if you miss it, that's okay. They'll replay us again on Saturday night at 7. We think. We still have not checked into this day. You think somebody make a fucking note? Not us. Um, and then if you miss that, that's okay, too, because I upload these shows to our platform on Sundays, which is SoundCloud. But like Jamie said, you can hear us on all the other major platforms that you, you know, find your podcast. But in the meantime, we will see you next week. Have a great one. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.